Hey guys, Arjun here from the TwinCast. Today I will be doing a review of Fight Club directed by David Fincher because of his release of Mank, the newest film, which will also get a review in the coming days. So Fight Club, I have to say, this was a first time watch and wow, was this film amazing. I think that everyone in the audience should watch this and this will be a spoiler filled review. So if you have not seen this film, Make sure to go watch it and then come back and listen to this review. And also remember to like, subscribe, and comment down below. What is your favorite Fincher film? So Fight Club stars a anonymous narrator, Norton. Edward Norton plays a narrator who has no name. It is possible his name is Jack, yet that is pretty vague. And the narrator kind of is a corporate drone. He has a good salary. He lives in a nice condo. He wears nice clothes. But he's so unfulfilled. And because there's unfulfillment within life, he cannot sleep. So he starts going to support groups. And through these support groups and through his job, he meets a mysterious figure called Tyler Durden. And Tyler Durden, played by Brad Pitt, helps to start a fight club in order for disenfranchised men to become more, to feel kind of some sense of power. And over the course of the film, more things begin to happen and crazier things begin to happen. And, and the narrator's life spins out of control. So this film, I have to say, it first of all, is extremely topical. All the issues tackled in this film are extremely accurate to today. And it that's why I think it has aged so well is because it, the topics of consumerism and masculinity still hold today. And those conversations are still being kind of talked about today so this film has aged so well for many audiences for someone like me who has never seen this film I could see why it worked both in 1999 but also it could work today for modern audiences and I think a lot of viewers who might be turned off by the concept will find that this film is not just about violence the first half of this film is like a dark comedy the first half is so funny and comedy is used to portray this suffering held by all these people in the film. And it, I think it's, I think it's hilarious because of that. Everything is so, everyone in this film is so funny in the beginning and Tyler Durden and Edward Norton have a great relationship and how their, how their kind of relationship grows and evolves over the movie and becomes crazier is developed so well in the first hour. I think the first half is stronger than the second half. The second half has loftier ambitions and tries to portray a message of anarchy and violence that it lands for me. But I think the first half is so tight. And I think that the first half is a perfect first half. There is not a single scene that is not either funny, insightful, or both. I mean, this movie is so good and so well written by um, Chuck Palahunik, if I pronounce that wrong. I'm sorry, but he writes such a tight script that everyone in the audience is either laughing or there's like a thought provoking scene. And the narrator himself is a person who is deeply plagued by insecurity. He feels he has nothing to do. Everything in his life is so bored. Everything he he's, he's in a, in a capsule of just kind of corporate America where he has this well-paying job. He has everything he could want. He has every Ikea table set. Yet he feels so lonely that everything around him is meaningless in his eyes. And I think that 
that message resonates with a lot of viewers. And it, it actually could be considered a coming of age film for the main character because he kind of begins to understand what his role in America is and what his, his kind of purpose is in the world. So I think that some audiences might take Edward Norton and Tyler Durden as kind of anti-heroes and they are anti-heroes because they do commit crimes, but they're also heroic in some sense as they're trying to liberate everyone from the clutches of late stage capitalism, which has been destroyed, which has been a, kind of something that has been destroying American lives. And these men feel so disenfranchised and feel like they're so lost because their jobs and where they work, it's so, it's so benign, benign to them. They, they feel nothing from what they do and who they interact with. And they have no friends like Edward Norton. So what happens is that they go to fight clubs and they beat each other up and they're okay with losing. But the thing is the, the main thing is they feel some kind of power. They feel like they have a community and that community is developed within the fight club. So a lot of people might be asking, is this film violent? And there are scenes of violence. Yes. However, it's a little bit different. It's a, it's a little bit different. It's more about, it's more, what I would say it's more about is about the, the kind of ideas of consumerism and disenfranchisement and how they apply more like directly to men, how the struggles of um, disenfranchised men, but also women, such as the character of Marla, who I'll discuss in a little bit, are kind of being pushed into a society which they don't enjoy and they don't like being there. But what happens is they are forced into living in a society that doesn't want them, but they can't escape it either. So it's just about people who are lost and who are stuck and almost it's kind of like they're rebel without a cause because they're rebelling into society. But over time, they begin to understand what their true purpose is in true purpose is in society. And that is kind of developed by the character of Tyler Durden. So I haven't talked much about Tyler Durden, but Tyler Durden essentially is a charismatic leader played by Brad Pitt who develops his fight club and who's rebelling against the consumerist culture that has taken over our society. And it's really, and it's really, we see how dangerous it is, how this can kind of consumerist values are. And he is the one who is rebelling against it. And he is leading a team of terrorists, I guess, more vandalists who are committing crimes kind of taking down corporate America and using their power and means to destroy, using their power and means as a collective group of fighters to take down these late stage capitalist companies, such as the, and the, and these guys feel empowerment by trying to help others. And the message of Tyler Durden is not wrong, but his actions go a little bit too far. And because of this, they kind of destroy everyone. And they kind of, what I mean by destroy is they kind of destroy society is being destroyed through this destruction of capitalism. But I think Fincher's critique is we need to find a way to change capitalism and possibly end it without destroying society because society needs to still be there. And having community is important as shown in the movie but what we need to do is also take down, is to rebuild society without the dangers of capitalism, which I think is a really interesting critique of anarchy, anarchist ideas, because 
in the film, it seems like Tyler Durden just wants to take down society rather than try and rebuild it. And I think this, these ideals of anarchy and these, this different kind of messaging about anarchy is what drives this film and what makes it not just a good film, but an excellent film. And I would have to say Marla, played by Helen Bowen Carter, is the perfect love interest for both Edward Norton's character and Brad Pitt's character. And they, she just plays off them so well. And she's a great character within the film as well. And so what I want to do, because this is a spoiler, I want to talk about the twist. So at about the end of the film, with about 30 minutes to go, we find out that Tyler Durden is actually Edward Norton. And it's been this kind of fake self or this second identity that he wants to be like Tyler Durden, yet he can't be it because he's so ingrained in this kind of late stage capitalism society and being part of the white collar workforce that, but what happens is in my interpretation, when he shoots himself in the neck in order to kind of destroy Tyler Jordan, I think what happens is Tyler Jordan and the narrator become one. And so what I mean by this, what I mean by this is that they become one because they go from being two different people or two different sides of the narrator, but they're both their best qualities combine almost to create an embodiment of one person. And this one person that is the narrator, as he's both able to, he accepts his need to destroy capitalism and his, the kind of messaging of Tyler Durden, but also accepts his love with Marla. And the film ends with them holding hands and you said, we met at a really strange place in my life. And I thought that was just the perfect place to end the movie. And what happens is I think it, I think it, it, that last scene itself encapsulates so many ideas of, of the film and the messaging behind it that I think that everyone, this, that scene itself alone is the, probably the be- one of the best parts of the movie. And I did say the first half is stronger than the second half. And I, what I mean by that is that the second half becomes a little bit too unruly. Project Mayhem becomes such a big focus of the film. What happens is that it goes from just being a criti- subtle critique becomes a little bit too overt, in my opinion. And because it's so lofty in its ambitions that it loses focus of what the true of what the kind of the film is about and it and it becomes it it brings home that message but my problem is it becomes a little bit too large in scale and what i mean by this is that the ambitions are not exactly met by the kind of the middle chunk of the second and the third act but they are tied up in the third act perfectly so what i'm saying is that there's a lull in the middle but it is because the finale is so good and because the beginning part is so good, that middle section is kind of forgotten and overshadowed. So I think that I think that there is a flaw in that film and that is the middle, I'd say 20 minutes, there's 20 minutes. It's kind of zany and doesn't cohesively fit with the rest of the film. But besides that, this film is perfect. It is so funny. It is so thought-provoking. I think everyone who watches this film is going to be amazed about how well it is aged and how kind of 
during these unprecedented times, we can see kind of different, I don't know how to describe it, we can see parallels between our society and this one. As, as the pandemic rages on, we can see similarities between the two. So anyone who has not seen this, this would be the perfect time to see it now because you can see comparisons between the two time periods. And I think that anyone who wants to enter Fincher's films should start with Seven, Social Network, and Fight Club. These are his three kind of milestone films. And I think that this will introduce him to both all of his different, the way he does, talks about excess in American society. And this film will help you introduce him, will help you understand David Fincher's style as well. So I think I thank all of our listeners. Thank you so much. And make sure to reel it in and I'll see you next time.